We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hi, I'm Lucy, wedding photographer. And hi, I'm Eddie, wedding videographer. And this is Unveiled, your little black book of weddings. Let's get you guys hitched. Hey Luce, welcome back to another episode of Unveiled. How are we going? Yes, good. Let's start by apologising because we've already let everyone down by not releasing an episode last week. But we're going to release two this week, aren't we? We are. I was going to, I was going to say that, but okay. you just took it away from me. Jumping. Anyway, yes, we're going to be doing a bonus episode this week. So apologies about that one, but yay for two episodes in one week. I just thought I wanted to share this beautiful message that we got from one of our listeners with everyone because I just think for us reading it it was a moment of wow we're actually really helping people so I won't say who it's from but I am just going to share it Eddie hasn't heard it yet so I just thought I'd read it out to him this way hi Eddie and Lucy just a little love letter a friend recommended your podcast to me I have since become obsessed as someone who booked the venue and vendors last January Feb for our wedding this November I was starting to second guess some of my choices as it was all so long ago since I selected everything listening to your podcast has made me feel so excited about all of those choices again and our wedding coming up I just found your episode about your wedding my fiancé and I are getting married at Seacliff House and have Garnish, Henry Clive, booked as well. Listening to that episode has my heart bursting for our day. Love your podcast. Thanks. XX. Yeah, nice. Yeah, definitely is nice to hear that we're making a difference and I suppose helping people on their wedding planning journey, aren't we? It's good. Yes. That's what, we, that's what the whole idea was set out to do. But it also keeps us going. It gives us reason to be here. So if you ever feel like writing love letters in, please don't hesitate <laughs> because it warms our heart. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So on today's episode, we've got one of your brides loose. Yes, from all the way back in 2021. Elise and Justin got married in the middle of the COVID lockdowns, the two COVID lockdowns. So as you'll hear in this episode, they had a ridiculously short turnaround time for their wedding. They got married at the beautiful Dunes in Palm Beach and it just sounds and was the most gorgeous day. Yeah, by the sounds of it, there was absolutely no hiccups, wasn't there? Yes, so. <laughs> it sounded like an absolute breeze. Really Look, this, this could make you feel really angry or really happy. So <laughs> <laughs> just take it with a grain of salt. But here's Elise. Do you mind giving us a little insight into you and Justin? And how did the proposal come about? Was it a surprise? Oh, Justin and I, we've been together about two years when he proposed. So it wasn't really a surprise, but it was definitely like a really exciting kind of afternoon. We started talking about babies and families and what we wanted to do. So he was on the cards, but he organised this whole elaborate thing. And I think I was probably the last person out of everyone to know <laughs> that he was proposing. We went back to Adelaide where I'm from and he flew my sister over and mum and dad have a little beach house down the coast which we went to and he just said let's go down have a little sunset walk on the beach we took the dog down and I was thinking oh it's not very nice it was windy and I think it was even raining <laughs> but I thought go with it um 
and we went down there and he proposed and then we went back up to the house and all of our families were there mm, for a big so surprise nice. and popped the stampers and had a big celebration. Beautiful. It's so funny how many stories we've heard like proposal wise where it's happened on the beach or it's happened outside and the partners it's such a gross it's the weather's so gross or it's blowing a gale or it's raining or it's like what are we doing yeah it was classic that I think it literally started raining when we were down there that's so funny meanwhile the boys are just sweating bullets and the hole's burning a hole and the ring's ring's burning a hole in the pocket and they just want to get it off them yeah I think he actually forgot yeah he's like I've got to get this done and he forgot to get down on one and kind of blurted it out will you marry me Oh, at least he got the words out. That's the main thing. Yeah, got it out, got it done. And you guys chose the beautiful coastal venue of Dunes, which is in Palm Beach, and it's a favourite of Luce and I. So what drew you to this location? Oh, we love Dunes so much. You'll probably hear me talk about it. It was such a great decision. We got married right in the middle of COVID, in between both of the two lockdowns. And I think we'd always talked about the dream of having a bit of a destination wedding. And Mexico has a little special place for us. So we'd always visualise that. And we've got family in Adelaide and lots of friends in Sydney. So we wanted to create a bit of a destination kind of vibe without having to go too far. Hence why we narrowed down to Palm Beach and loved being around the water and then we went and visited it some a friend of a friend had recommended it and I think as soon as we walked in we absolutely fell in love with it it's so lovely it's got this really relaxed energy and there was this group of friends having a big long lunch there and they were just laughing and having fun and good food and good wine Mm. so we just really bought into all of that and ended up going with it because it gave us a lot of those feels of having a long lunch type of thing versus an overly weddingy wedding, which w- which was awesome. And then we sat down with Jade, who was the wedding planner, yep. and she was epic. She's so amazing, good. hey. Oh, she's yeah, so good. She's great. Yeah. And just chatted. And I think when we got into nuts and bolts of it all, the venue allowed us like a lot of things that were already there. You don't have to bump in tables and cutlery and all that sort of stuff. But it also had so much flexibility because there were a lot of specific things that we wanted to do, booze and music and all that sort of stuff. And they really allowed you to work with their packages. It was super flexible and not at all. Yeah. So, yeah, it ticked all of those boxes. Can really make it uniquely yours. Yeah, I think they gave it a bit of a facelift about three years ago and they really just elevated the space because it's in such a good location. But yeah. they've really used a lot, utilised the outside section as well. It's a big yeah. open plan and so beautiful for guests just to be hanging out having can- canapes out the back yeah, and then they move in for dinner it's yeah we love it yeah yeah um, yeah it's so beautiful yeah. it's really fun and even just the styling of the venue it's minimalist but yeah it's got this really nice feel to it so you can add and build on top of it it's yeah really great yeah that can't is, recommend more that is the one thing that we do say about dunes often is that it can just be whatever you want it to be which is really nice, got great foundation. So there's quite a few different ceremony spots in the Palm Beach area. So what made Station Beach stand out? Station Beach, like it's a beach, but it's a nice little protected beach, which we really liked about it. Where we got married, I think it's South Station Beach is quite, like the sand's really firm, is really protected, so there wasn't a whole lot of wind and the backing is right over the pit water side of the peninsula, so it's really calm and still. 
So I think we just liked it because it was beachy, being on the beach. We didn't have to compete with all the elements of wind mm. and all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, and then it was a really short walk to the venue. Yeah, it's only a couple hundred get... metres or something, isn't it? Yeah, I wanted to get married away from the venue and then have a little bit of a walk, but it's not too far and guests could hang around at the beach Oh, and actually, that's right. We could have booze there. So we had a little oh, bar. Yes, <laughs> yes that's that. right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because yeah, there are so, certain spots that you need mm. a license to do that, isn't there? That's right. Yeah. There's a few spots yes. you're not allowed to booze. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. The I'm just looking at your gallery, actually. And I don't know if you just time this, but it actually looks like it's low tide during your ceremony as well. So <laughs> you said it's because it is quite a small beach, but once that tide comes up, there actually isn't that much sand there. So if you Keep are playing. <laughs> oh, really? Does it start rising? It actually does. Oh, shit. It I starts rising. I remember that. Does it? it did start coming in really hard. Oh, Oh, okay, okay. Because it is good to note, it is the sand there is super firm and yeah. nice, perfect when it's, it's low beautiful. tide. But when it starts creeping up, it can get pretty high. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it all worked there out. A few behind the scenes lols for sure. I think my <laughs> bridesmaids were inching in. Oh know, my God, yes, year. they were. Yeah. <laughs> That's so That's hilarious. Oh. And we designated my brother-in-law and my brother to be the beach rakers. So they took their job very seriously and headed down there in the morning, like raking all the... So I think there were these huge storms mm. the night before and there's, yeah, a whole lot of debris got got washed up onto the beach. So they took their job very seriously and raked it all and, yeah, it looked beautiful. In oh, that is actually a really good point, Elise, because... I've there's been several couples now that I've spoken with who have had to do like that morning recce on Station Beach because yeah big lumps of wood and big clumps of seaweed and stuff wash up onto that shore and I think because the sand's so firm it's so obvious that it's there as well um so tip for anyone looking to use Station Beach do the recce in the morning or have assigned rakers like you guys did great idea yeah (laughs) that's a great idea really good point now you guys used the beautiful stylist artist creative director Lisa Madigan who I haven't actually hadn't seen her do a wedding prior to yours it looked so beautiful, like from the ceremony through to the reception, all of the touch points that she covered. How did you guys find her and what made you feel like she was going to be the person to bring your vision to life? Yeah, I think same as you, Luce. I hadn't actually seen her do many weddings either. And I just stumbled across her. We were up at the dunes, I think, tasting the menu or something and she was bumping a wedding in when we were there oh, and wow. I just walked over to her and it happened to be her and said oh who are you working with and she asked me and gave me her details and I met with her originally just to do floristry because I wanted to do a lot myself I don't know into styling had a few things that I wanted to bring to life so originally she just started doing flowers um and we met with her and she came with this beautiful booklet I we'd had a quick chat with her for five minutes and about the floral vision and she came with this booklet and she put it all down in photos and she'd printed it out on this beautiful paper and bound it with this string and we sat down and I just thought you are my person this is great and we just went from there I had a lot of little touches that we wanted to bring throughout the wedding and I did a few things myself and she really worked with that and I think we ended up just 
doing a bit of it together and just worked really well together. Yeah. Which was awesome. I just yeah. feel like there was so many beautiful elements, like textures, layers. Did she do your invitations? Or I'm sorry, not your invitations, your menus? Yes. Yeah. Yes, she did. Yeah. See, the handwritten table, you guys had special table labels didn't you You didn't have numbers yeah we did so that was one big thing that we wanted to do we wanted to write each guest like a little bit of an individual note Mm. about what they meant to us as a couple and why they were invited to the wedding and how we wanted to celebrate with them but yeah we wrote the individual letters and actually wrapped it up and hand wax stamped it and then the front of that became the place card oh stunning yeah. yeah, so they sat down, got to open that. And then, yeah, Lisa, because she's an artist, she's super talented. She actually painted on all the line work and, yeah, really levelled it up. That's for sure. I just remember, I think I took one photo of like yours and Justin's Mr. and Mrs. Cosmina. And did I pronounce that right? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I just remember looking at the handwriting and being like, wow. That's like the nicest handwriting I've ever seen. I actually think I drew some inspiration for our wedding from yours. I remember looking back at photos from your gallery and being like taking elements from it. So, yeah, I just really appreciated your tables and the ceremony um, set up as well was just divine. So you guys chose to have a sit-down wedding at June. So are you happy with this decision? Definitely. We always wanted a sit-down wedding which I think actually dictates where your venue has to be in the end. So I found out. Yeah. There's not many places in Sydney that you can have a sit-down wedding but have over 100 people. Yes, Um, correct. Yeah, surprised me a little bit. But June's was that place. And, yeah, we're real foodies and love our wine. So we wanted to have some epic food and a bit of a sit-down. So it all worked out well. And were there any personal or unique touches that you incorporated into your wedding day? Yeah, we had... Quite a few, and that sort of also dictated the rest of the day and vendor selections and things like that. The music, we had a couple of friends do, like the acoustic walk down the aisle, and then one of our friends who was a DJ did the late night dance floor appearance, which was really fun, <laughs> brought back a lot of memories for a lot of us there. <laughs> and my brother actually conducted the ceremony, which was a really nice touch. Oh, no way. Yeah. yeah, so we worked with Kate, a celebrant up on the northern beaches, and they did it together, which was really nice. So she did the official sort of ceremony bits, and my brother conducted the nice fluffy bits around yeah. it. That's so cool. I've never seen yeah. that done before. Yeah, it was really nice. Kate Bostock yeah. did it, um, or Kate Douglas. Yeah. Kate, we know her yeah, as KB. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. But, yeah, she did a great job at divvying that up. Yeah, she was good, I, and I don't think, A lot of celebrants do it, but yeah, she worked with us to bring it to life, which was nice. She's such a lovely person, so I'm not surprised. She is. I remember you two running the show with the photos actually after the ceremony. (laughs) The family photos, it's such a fun time, isn't it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It really was. Oh, my God. Most hectic part of the job, the family photos. It is, and it's so annoying because it's the most important. It's like, just flow. Please let it flow. (laughs) So many. Yeah, we had a lot of personal touches. And also um, your tequila company. I want you to talk about that because that was really cool. I loved the little bottles on the tables and... Yeah, so Justin, my husband, 
owns a ricea brand over in Mexico. So he's very involved in Dave spirits and that sort of stuff. So we wanted to incorporate that into the wedding. And I think that's why we have that connection to Mexico with the whole aesthetic of the day. We made these little mini bottles of Estancia and had them as, what are those things called? Petty fours or something. Mm. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, the gifts, yeah. essentially. Oh, yeah, like a wedding, um, wedding favour. Yeah, yeah, wedding yeah. favourite, that's yeah. it. And had them on the table and we got these like handmade copitas made, which is like a little Mexican mezcal drinking vessel by Porch Ceramics. So they made these little things and we had, after our speeches, everyone gave a big cheers, poured the rice ear into the cups and celebrated the wedding that way and had a little cheers and carried on. And then, of so course, cool. had a margi bar. Um, <laughs> With the dance floor, which is very important, and I think they were very well enjoyed by yeah. pretty much everyone there. Oh, the margies always go down. I'm nothing better than a margarita after a day on champagne and beer, I reckon. Totally. Margarita and dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> be- best combo ever. <laughs> yeah. And talk to us about your beautiful dress, Elise. You wore a gorgeous skirt and top combo by Lola Varma. So what inspired you to go with this particular style for your wedding dress? Yeah, I found... The, I found Lola through Sphere Boutique. Not sure if you've heard of them, but Sphere. Yeah, we have. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah, yeah they're so great. Sarah, they had, I'd always followed them on Instagram, like before we even got engaged. And she had the boutique up in Queensland. And I think the week I got engaged, because we turned our wedding around in five months. It was very quick. So no quick. That's around. impressive. It's the quickest I've ever heard of. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, very quick. I just emailed her for an, an appointment or an inquiry. And that same week, they had just opened a boutique in Bondi, which is just around the corner from me. So I think I was her first bride that went in there and, yeah, saw the new store and all the beautiful gowns she had. I tried on a few, but just gravitated to this one. And I think the most important thing when choosing a dress for me was that I wanted to feel like myself and I wanted people to look at me and no, that's me. It's not someone dressed up in something different that they wouldn't usually wear. It was very much just look like myself on a wedding day. I'm so glad you said that, Lise, because it's. I think that's a really important point to make is that you feel comfortable and you feel like yourself. Yeah, it's been a common theme, hasn't it? We've had some beauticians as a hairstylist or a makeup yeah. artist was saying don't do too, something too extravagant yeah. on your wedding day that you're not used to because you want to feel comfortable in your own skin so yeah it's good that you went down that path yeah definitely and I think just choosing something know your style and know what works on your body and work with that like I definitely wasn't about a, a big wedge shred or anything like that just wanted to pick something that I felt really good in and a nice little two-piece wraparound number was that one yeah you look gorge Oh, thanks. Very effortlessly gorgeous too. Yeah, the Lola gowns are just stunning, like very classic, but a bit edgy, like a bit of something different. Definitely, so, definitely. Like the classic silk with a puffy sleeve. From memory, if I'm thinking about the right brand, I'm pretty sure it's owned by a photographer. Is that right? Lola Varma. I'm not sure. Mm, maybe it's a different one. A... I'm not sure. But I feel like there's a photographer. There's definitely a photographer that owns a bridal brand. She's a really good photographer and the dresses are gorgeous as well. I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll figure it out once this episode's released and everyone's telling us that we're wrong or correct. Either way. And so on that, vendors, how did you find the process of selecting your vendors and did you find there were certain resources that were more reliable than others? I think as we 
turned our wedding around in five months. We got moving pretty quickly on this and we had a few things that we specifically wanted. So I had to pick vendors in and around that type of thing as well. One thing that worked is that once we'd selected our venue, they had a whole list of suppliers and vendors that they've used a lot through the venue. So that was a really useful resource and would recommend like wherever you book, ask them if they've got preferred suppliers because they really do know how to use the venue. Often they're local as well, so know the surrounds and particularly because we weren't from Palm Beach. Yeah, they gave us a lot of tips along the way. But Mm. yeah, I think, I don't know, photography, obviously went with you. (laughs) I followed your stuff online. I think Instagram was a big source of pinning things that I liked and following things up that way. And yeah, I think just finding things you like and meeting the vendors and sitting down and having a chat and feeling like they're on the same wavelength is super important. Yeah, we weren't very, definitely not a bridey bride. So the whole wedding circus, we didn't want to buy into. We just wanted something that was very low fast. Just another day with our family and friends and people that were on the same energy as us really helped dictate that. Yeah, It's good to use the recommended supplies because especially in the Palm Beach way, there's a million and one different spots you can take photos, but also you can host a ceremony. So Mm. it's good to have a little bit of local knowledge from some suppliers that know the area well. Yeah, definitely. I think even our photo locations, Lou, say left it completely up to you. (laughs) I was like, I like your style. (laughs) Off you go, which is probably a nightmare for you in the end. Nice. Yeah, look, I think you gauge, you learn to gauge as a wedding supplier based off your couples anyway so yeah no it's we know the we're familiar with all the northern beach neat northern beaches areas so i think just putting your trust in your vendors is a good way to go anyway so highlights do you have any (laughs) or is it just the whole day in general (laughs) so many yeah looking back it's so great to reminisce and to be fair there was nothing that we wish we'd done differently or anything. So there were so many highlights. One funny thing that happened is, for those who don't know Palm Beach, where we got married, is right opposite the Summer Bay Surf Club, I think, where they film home and away. When we're waiting to come into our wedding, our MC got on the mic and obviously hates attention, Dean, and just freestyled it and got everyone up singing the home and away theme oh, song. Oh, no way. That's classic. <laughs> so good. That was so funny. It was so good and obviously everyone knew the words and there was this massive sing-along, everyone in stitches and, yeah, it was a big surprise. So I think that was nice and being able to do stuff that's off script yeah. during the day, I think, was really fun. That's when yeah. you know you've picked the right person for the MC role, right? <laughs> so, and he was so casual about the whole thing, like yeah. unscripted and we're like, are you sure you've got this? He's, yeah, I'll be Fine. Yes, Absolutely. what a legend. Do you have footage of that? I feel like we need footage of that. <laughs> I hope so. I'm going to go to the archives. And, Seriously. And yes, yeah. I'd love to see that. But I would also say the dance floor was a highlight. We got married right in between the two COVID lockdowns. And I think the week before our wedding, all of the dance floor restrictions got lifted. So everyone was ready to boogie. And so we had everyone on there. We had my mum, my dad everyone just cutting moves which was really fun. oh it's so, so special yeah you gotta have the dance floor it was so weird that, that period when it was weird. like 10 on the dance floor or something i was yeah. like who's policing was, this and also how is this even working yes yeah, just no nah, it was no. that little stage of life but anyway we'll move on from that i think we actually had two injuries as well oh, did you? Just, everyone was, was just committing to the dance floor yeah one of my friends classic he spins the bride around at every wedding he goes to and 
he did that with me and fell over and we didn't realise till a week later that he broke his ankle. Oh, you are kidding. Have a moon boot. Oh, so, at least it wasn't you. That's classic. Luce <laughs> yeah, actually had a bride, that a couple, that on his box, which was two weeks mm. before the wedding, he broke his leg and they had to... <laughs> They had to move the whole wedding. wedding. Yep. Yep. I, I, one of my bridesmaids was 39 weeks pregnant oh, at a wedding. Goodness. She was too. So she was a real MVP, toughed out the whole day, and I think she had her baby three days later. So. <gasps> oh, <laughs> she, you know what? She probably just took one big fat deep breath and was like, okay, I can relax now. On. It can come now. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what the human body knows to do. Totally. Yeah. She was. <laughs> Very good. I can't believe that that happened. So on the other side of the coin, planning wedding can be very stressful. I know Lisa and I had our moments. <laughs> How did you and Justin navigate the wedding planning process and stay organized throughout it all? Yeah, I would say the best thing we did is before we even started planning, we just sat down. I think we went out to lunch and just agreed on the things that we wanted to have and like the non-negotiables and set like a really tight brief, for lack of a better word. And then we just stuck to that. And I think the important things for that were vibe of the day we wanted to create how many people, like the guest list, and then a budget. And then we just always went back to those three things. And again, once we were happy with something and we both we went to June's, we both loved it and booked it and moved on. We didn't go back and deliberate and question it. We just looked forward. So we actually didn't find it stressful. Especially for the tight timeline that you guys did <laughs> yes, have. Yes, fully. Oh, my goodness. How is this possible? It's almost better. You must may, may be the most chill person ever. To. Yeah, it's almost better yeah. because it's like you just commit to the decision. Bang. We can't change our minds now. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, and it actually probably was part of the reason you just book it, you move on, you can't change your mind. Yeah, it worked well for us. And what day really and what fun. time of the year was the wedding? Was it April, easy enough? April, so April on what a Saturday, and June's mm. was available. That's amazing. Yeah, it was a Friday actually. We had a Friday wedding. Oh, there you go. Okay, That's why. Well, still, yeah. they're very popular in April um, too. So it's good that it all just aligned. Yeah, it was meant to be. Which we wanted a Friday wedding because we had a recovery at the Bill Gola Surf Club on the Saturday, which was super fun. So because it was a destination away from Adelaide and Sydney, we wanted people to come up and have a yep. bit of a weekend of it. So. Post-wedding, how did you guys feel after the day was done and were you surprised by any emotions that arose? We were really happy and just (laughs) on cloud nine for a long time. So there was no no serious come down? No. I think that's just you, Liz. Just me. (laughs) Was that you, Lou? Oh, I don't know. Do I want to do it again? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Would love to. Oh, maybe that's another perk about just getting it done really quickly. It's like the build-up's not as extreme and so the come-down's yeah. not as bad. I don't know. Yeah. yeah look. I think we actually went straight back into lockdown too after oh, our wedding. You're probably feeling relieved. Like you sounded like you got it right in that section of yeah. you could get on the dance floor and so have all lucky. your favourite people there. So mm. it was probably just, ah, oh, we did it. Yeah, we felt super lucky. We got engaged in November which was when all the sort of restrictions were coming off and then got married in April and was so lucky and I think, yeah, just rode that wave and felt a bit bad that we got away with that so easily in the middle of COVID and just hung on to that whilst drinking our own mugs at home during the second lockdown. That sounds awesome. What a dream. Great. Yeah, I think you're a big win there. And looking back on your wedding day, was there anything you would have done differently and is there any parting advice you've got for those in the midst of wedding planning? 
There's nothing I would have done differently. We honestly loved everything. The biggest piece of advice I would say is sit down and, and just the two of you and agree on how or just have a think about before you go into planning what you actually want to achieve. And it is a day for you too to celebrate and remember and you want it to be something that you do for yourselves and as a couple, not for other people. Yeah, whether it's two or three things that you really want to adhere to and you can always just revert back to that throughout the planning process and make sure that you stay on track and don't get distracted along the way. Amazing advice, please. Your wedding just sounds like an absolute breeze. No no dramas. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you was planning Very much according to script. (laughs) Just a big party, really. It's going to be very refreshing for our listeners. So thanks so much for your time and, uh, yeah, and letting us debunk your wedding. Yeah. Hey, Lise, I've just had a flashback. Did you do that amazing speech where you based it all around your last name change? Is that yes, you? I did. Yes, I knew it was you because I feel like I tried to remember telling Eddie because Ed and I obviously debrief after all the weddings that we yeah. shoot, and I feel like I remember trying to tell him about how amazing your speech was because I remember really loving it. Lucy, you've outed me. My whole wedding speech, as you say, was Based about the pros and cons of changing. being. <laughs> Cosmina and changing my name and the punchline was that I would change my name and I would be a Cosmina and you know what I still haven't done it oh haven't you that's so funny which I hear about all the time but I'm not a real Cosmina yet is it because it's just too much admin or you just you just sitting on the fence yeah it is a lot of admin isn't it a lot of admin yeah I didn't realize the admin until we did an episode on changing well, it was a component to an episode and I was like, wow, the changing of the name because I haven't done it either. It's quite a dense process. But you'd think that it would just be done and dusted on the day. But, yes, I loved your speech where you – and it, the way it was crafted, you had everyone hanging on right until the very end, which people should do with the with every speech anyway. But <laughs> I just remember <laughs> thinking to myself – I wonder if Elise is going to change her name. (laughs) So it was very clever, very clever. Loved it. Thanks for calling me out. No worries. You and Justin, (laughs) he's planted that one to you. (laughs) Yeah, he gave me a call before and just said, make sure you bring this up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, whatever you choose to do, he knows that at the end of the day you're together anyway so it doesn't matter yeah exactly exactly yeah. oh it was so nice to chat to you Lisa, and thank you so much for your time and your flexibility i know that we've been trying to lock this interview in for quite some time now Likewise. so we managed to yeah, get it done yeah and i hope you enjoyed just reliving your day a little bit yeah it was so nice to go down memory lane it was really good